You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Hey, sugar. I'm Erica Michelle. I host a voice diary called Brown Sugar Diaries on the Rock Candy Network, where I spill all the tea about my daily experiences, life lessons, my journey to healing and wholeness, my life as an entrepreneur, student doctor, CEO of a nonprofit, and I give my opinion on the current happenings of the world. You see why I have this voice diary? I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Tune into Brown Sugar Diaries wherever you listen to podcasts and let's sip on this tea. Or wine. You'll cup your business, sugar, okay? This is Reese Roper, one of the hosts here at Joe and Reese's Pickle and Boo Shop, a diabolical brainwashing machine. I need to make my weekly disclaimer about things said in our podcast that weren't necessarily intentional or true. Number one, we had talked about doing a top 20 episode, and we didn't, mostly because I wasn't ready. We said that sinus infections are caused by sniffing buttholes. You might want to get your kids out of the room for this one. You know what that's called? We said farting around. Um, we talk about breastfeeding cats, humans breastfeeding cats. There's a moment where I leave the podcast to go beat my kids and then just entertain you alone. I'm just going to assure you that I did not beat my kids. I just told them to stop yelling at each other. So I lied about that too. Um, we mess up a lot of things here on the Pickle and Boot Shop. That's what Joe and I do. We hope you hate it. Welcome back to episode 28. This is the Pickle of Boot Shop. And get some pickles in your hands. And get some pickles in your hands. And pick, pickle some hams. Does it say get a pickle in your hands or pants? I think it says put some pickles in your ham. Oh, that makes more yeah. sense. It does. I and hear an you echo. Um... You hear I don't know what's echoing. Do you have the? Do you have me turned up, like in the room? Check, no. check, check, check. No, I turned you off in the room. Okay. Um, I don't know why I would have an echo. All right, it's fine. Everything's Is it still fine. echoey. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my mom. I don't know if this got hit this weekend. That's what you got to do, dude. Blame your mom. Yeah. Check, check. Does this make it any better or worse? Hello. Oh, it stopped. Hello. No, it's when I talk. It's okay. the same. Okay. Actually, turn that knob a little bit more to the right, the top one. This one? Yeah. Turn to it. To the right? Yeah, like check, check, to there. Check. That was where your it was set last week. Check, check. Like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, okay, we've already better. started, and we're, you guys are hearing the, the technical behind-the-scenes stuff. We thought we'd give you, for those of you that don't pay to be a Patreon, we thought we would give you some of that behind-the-scenes <laughs> added yeah. content that the paid people get. And they that's get it, the, right a there. lot of that. Like I was just like, is this on? Hello? <laughs> We do that can, for hours. I can see you, but I can't hear you. I can't. I can see you, but I can't, I can't hear you. you. What? Put your shirt back on. No. Right. No, no, right. no, no, no. We're not filming this. It's not going to go live. 
I'm not going to go live again. No, no, no. We're not, we're not, we're we're only doing this for OnlyFans. Put your pants back on. We don't do this for the Patreon. That's what it's like. Wonderful. It's wonderful. You guys could pay $5 a month and have that, but you, you're too stingy. You're just like, whatever. I don't care about anything. I'm, I'm going to run outside and get hit by a car. Or they're like, I want my $5 to go towards um, feeding a, a hungry family. Yeah. Same. Selfish. Same amount of selfishness. That's selfish. Yeah. Whenever you're like, I want, I want, I want to feed a poor family. That's selfishness. I want to Your throw $5 myself in front should of be a going to vehicle. this show. Yeah. Yeah. Joe and Reese. Start your sentences more often with Joe and Reese need... And then dot, dot, dot. Try that just for a week. And I guarantee you'll be less selfish. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Uh We do Joe and Reese need and write down lists. And that's humility, buddy. Dot, dot, dot. A hemorrhoid operation. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. A hot tub that can fit four people. (laughs) You know, that's how it goes. Not yeah. selfish. Not selfish at all. No. It, it, the exact opposite of selfish, which is what? Delicious? Uh, yes. The opposite of selfish is delicious. I don't. English is not my first language, Joe. I get confused. Not my strong suit either. Mm, I'm now, like, did you actually make a top 20 list? Uh, I didn't think you would. Thank you. Because you. Yeah, I, I didn't think I, you I was would. figuring I would start making it while you started talking about yours. But aren't I going to do my number 20 and then you'll do your 20 and then I'll do my 19 and so on and so forth? I think I made one a while back. This is what I was thinking as I just scrolled through this phone thing. I'd look on the notes and then I'd find it. Here's one. Oh. Home Depot. And there's another one that says to do. So I'm getting close. (laughs) Well, ladies and gents, we on the Facebook page this week, we had one of our listeners on the Diabolical Discussion page ask us to do uh, like a top whatever list, a top three, top five, top ten. And we uh, the one that was asked for was like a top ten list specifically of our favorite albums ever. Now. Reese, I don't know what your qualifications for best album ever are, but the way I looked at it was it had to be the whole album. If there was one amazing song on that album, Uh even though that may be a great song, you can't like I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was the whole album. So even if it was an album of a bunch of really good above average songs on the album those were the ones that I was looking at it was it had to be more than 2 3 4 songs it had to be an album that you could listen through and and every song was was pretty doggone good or had its own thing that yeah. was my criteria and all genres so all genres of music uh the whole album is good and it brought you some sort of some sort of joy some sort of joy. And I'm guessing you still aren't anywhere ready um, with 20 albums that you want to list off. You're correct. So, so we're, so we're going to so stop this. Joe, and then we're going to do a different topic. In my ability to bullshit. I don't. Joe. I don't. I don't. Because uh, here's the thing. You. I want this to be like a legit list. Oh, you do. I don't want you to like be after like, oh, I should have put this. Oh, you know what? I forgot that. Like, I, w- I want you to give it. Did some you really thought. do your top twenty already? Yeah, that's look. hard. Look, that's man. hard for me. Look, I, I can list twenty, but I don't know if I could order them. Oh, you got? Yeah, the, I mean, the ordering was tough. <laughs> I got the gist of of what I was doing, but yeah, definitely 20 albums I have here. Hey, can I also interject that I'm sick? And that's why I behave like this, Joe. 
Nope, because you've had your five days of COVID. And then I got, can't, I got can't a blame that sinus infection. I got a horrible sinus infection. From I sniffing even, buttholes. Yeah. And I don't know. Nobody told me that is how you get it, but. That's how I heard you get it. I guess you do. I guess you do. I heard that at a flying J. (laughs) (laughs) Two two guys in the stall next to me were talking about that at a flying J. Hey, don't sniff the buttholes. Hey, man. It's in here. I know it. You want to clear up your congestion? Sniff my butthole. Uh, Then the other guy was like, no, I hear that's how you do get congested. Really? What is what is just that lone box over your left shoulder? <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up, Joe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's just. So, how was your week this week? Anything fun? Are you back to uh, work yet? Are yeah, you? Yeah, man. I went back to work immediately. And started slapping kids. Exactly. No, they the CDC put out a recommendation because they didn't have anybody there to at work. They're like, we got to fix this COVID thing. Tell you what, we'll tell them. Funny how that works, huh? If they work in healthcare, they can go back in five days. They just mm-hmm. have to work, wear a mask, and work right. with COVID patients. Right. So Funny my, how that works, huh? My place of employment picked right up on that, and they said. Well, if you're feeling well enough, just come on in. And the other people were like, by the way, we're not paying you. So I was like, oh, I got to go to work. Oh. I was not feeling it. I was, there was days where I was just like, the kids would just, they'd be like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this thing and cut, cut myself. And then I'd just be like, cut me first. <laughs> You're like, do it. Just, just take do me it. out. Just kill me. And Here, then, I'm going to get in the bathtub, and you pitch me this toaster. Just do it. And that kind of had the opposite effect because then they were off guard. They're like, adults aren't supposed to talk like this. Maybe I should shape up, which is, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's what we're trying to do there is heal kids of their behavioral problems, but... No, of course not. I guess I did. That's what you think you're trying to do? I don't know. Man, I cannot find this list. And I know I made this extensive list talking about the albums that shaped me. I can tell them to you right now, but not in the right order. Well, Sandy Patty, Morning Like This. I want you to do it in order or a somewhat order. So we're going to have a normal episode right now. Okay. And then on the next episode, episode 28, then we'll do top 20 lists. Because you've been farting around all day. We were talking about this since 9 in the morning. I know. I wasn't farting around. I had to use my mouth guard three times. A kid punched me today. You know what that's called? What? Farting around. Yeah, okay, I was farting. As my neighbor's plumber father used to say, you boys better stop farting around. I think my kids are upstairs farting around right now. They kept throwing this squishy thing. (laughs) What is with the kids and all these squishy things? I don't know. They were not allowed when I was a kid, and now the kids, all they want is squishy things, and they have squishy things, and they have this thing. It's a pig. It's pink, and it's squishy, and it's, it's... it's just made of germs, and they they've been throwing it on the ceiling, and mm. laughing their asses off. Yeah, these these generations, man, they get they need squishy little things to. Do your kids have all the stuff? Fidget spinners and those poppy things. Yeah, my my daughter has one of those pop things. She's like seventeen years old. She's like, Dad, I, I'm, I've got it. And like, my anxiety's kicking in today. And she starts doing that little pop thing. Yeah, and then the, and I'm they're like, like, Get over it. I wonder how everybody got COVID. And they're all touching yeah. those things and then picking their nose and whatever, sharing yeah. them, tra- trading them. This is what itching my kids the, do. Itching the roof of their mouth with them. Yeah, yeah. Squishing Chill. down on the stuff underneath your tongue with them. Uh, they do do that. Like, what yeah. is squishier? 
the thing underneath my tongue or this? Yeah. It's a toss up. <laughs> it's, it's a, a toss clean toss up. Clean toss up. I don't yeah. Don't agree with it. I don't uh so your kids also have did they do the fidget spinner thing? Uh, my kids got fidget spinners when they were younger, like uh, just as like a toy, not as like a coping mechanism. Yeah. Do yeah. You, do you feel like the people that make skateboard trucks were just like, oh, shit, these are like 50 <laughs> cents a piece. We're yes. going to have to start charging less. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because you go to the skate shop and the trucks are, are the, you know, like the the bearings and stuff, so cheap, are so yeah. expensive, you know, like they were like 25 bucks for a pack more, you know, and then now these fidget spinners are like a nickel a piece. It's just, <laughs> it's just three right. of those bearings. <laughs> um. What was I going to ask you? Uh, oh, yeah. When we were talking about things that kids needed to squish and poke and do all that stuff, have yeah. you ever been on a flight that had, like, a bird or a chicken or some... You know how people do those, like, weird... They try and, like, fight the system and bring on, like, coping pets and stuff? Yes. Have you ever been on a flight with that? Um, I have been on a flight where people have brought livestock... Like a chicken, but it wasn't. Yeah, but, but were you flying from like Romania to uh, yeah. Chechnya or something? Yes, lots of chickens. <laughs> yeah, a you llama were flying from Buenos Aires to <laughs> Bolivia. Yeah, but they they were like, this is this is for my coping. This is my my emotional support chicken. There you go. That's what it's called, emotional support. Now the, the airlines stopped doing that now because no now. Now you have to have like a licensed animal that's gone through like a class and it can only be like a cat or a dog. Not a hamster. Did you see that clip on the, 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 it went viral the other day that, that one chick that got, there was like a big fight on a plane cause she was breastfeeding a cat. <laughs> oh my dear God. No, you didn't see that. No. It's it went viral. <coughs> this dude is in his seat and he's recording like himself like a selfie. So it it went viral and this guy is filming himself like a selfie, you know, like he's holding his phone out and the woman behind him has what you would think is a baby like uh -huh. swaddled up in a blanket. And she's breastfeeding it on the plane. And it's a cat. But the guy calls the stewardess and stuff and is like he's like this is unbelievable not like she's breastfeeding a cat no and she's like no it's not and he's like yes it is i saw it and they're like ma'am is do you have a baby or do you have a cat and she's like you don't need to know and he's like you guys it's a cat i saw it. it's a cat <laughs> and this lady's breastfeeding a cat on a plane and everyone starts like yelling at her. And I don't know if it was prior to the plane taking off or what the case was, but it's a big thing. Like you can Google it when we're done, you know, with this. Was the plane in flight? That I don't remember. I don't know if the plane was in flight or if it hadn't taken off yet. But <laughs> yes, this woman had this cat like swaddled and was breastfeeding it. And it was a cat. Everyone thought it was a baby. And just like walked by her, like okay, whatever. Ladies breastfeeding on a plane, like it's kind of weird, but whatever. And then the dude saw that it was a cat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, like, and, the, and then the <sighs> lady's like going nuts on the plane because they're, you know, they're telling her that she can't. At least somebody did. Like, <laughs> at least we we still have this measure of uh, just just we, we, our society has not descended into complete chaos where any normal passerby would be like, "Hey, let's not do this. Let's <laughs> let's not." But let's it is, not breastfeed isn't that cats. Just, isn't that's that bizarre not. that in twenty twenty two? 
people are pulling that crap, and it's just going to get worse. She like, things was, are just going to get worse. Because as we defeat these are Satanism, the end times. Yeah, as we defeat Surely. Satanism, things are going to get. They're going to get. You know what? If you're listening to this podcast out there and you know that we vowed to end Satanism by 2023, yeah. Um, there, uh, there was a point to what I was going to say, and I can't remember what it was. We're being attacked. Oh, number here's one. the thing. Oh, go ahead. It'll get worse before it gets better. It'll Speaking get of worse getting before attacked, it gets better. I'm going to go upstairs and yell at my children. Hold okay. on. Okay. So he's heading up upstairs to yell at his kids. Um, briefly, prior to it, probably got edited out. I was trying to tell him the breastfeeding cat story. And uh, Reese had to take off his headphones and yell at his kids because they're fighting and he had to play referee. So now he's going upstairs right now to yell at them. Now, I will tell you guys, uh, this is a normal situation with Reese and I where we plan a show or we kind of talk about a show and what time we're going to record the show. And then either Reese... Uh, 75% of the time is not ready when the show is is about to record. And the other 25%, I cancel. Um, and then something like today, I told him this morning at like 9 a.m., like, hey, let's do these top 20s. And he's like, all right. And then as soon as we stopped texting, I knew that he wasn't going to make his list because it's Reese Roper. And he's the the lovable, the lovable, crazy neighbor Reese Roper. And so uh, I knew he wasn't going to do it, and he didn't do it. So, you guys, I thought you were going to hear our top 20 list, but you're not. You're just getting us, and you're getting us kind of uh, kind of trying to figure out what we're going to do for the next half hour here. We're a half hour in, and we're going to try and knock off another half hour without Reese beating his kids um, uh, on video. Uh, we can't we can't leave anything for the authorities to come back and press charges, and that's how that goes. So, hopefully he'll be he'll be back soon. I'm just staring at his basement. He's got a large large box. He it looks like it appears that Reese owns a uh, a bench press a weight set, and there appears to be a giant. Um, paper mache finger in the background it looks like a big finger like a finger with a nail and it's white a giant in the background uh like hot water heater size so that's it often i think to myself man why don't i just do this uh you know why don't i start another podcast where i just talk to myself and i think i'm proving right now that i can't because this is terrible this is absolutely terrible. It's terrible. Here's another thing that sucks. I needed, I need two new front tires on my car. I need two new front tires on my car. I thought last weekend I'd be able to, I was getting a little bonus, a little Christmas bonus. I thought I'd be able to get two new tires on my car. Of course, why would the Christmas bonus come in around Christmas? Uh, we were told that we're getting it January 28th. So now I have to wait two more weeks, and today my tire has a slow leak in it. And Reese is back. Joe, I so missed all of what you just said. It's, it's probably it for good. the better. It's this for the better. The difference between, like, when you step away from the microphone, I'm just like, uh, Joe's gone. And I don't know. I cannot do it. But then it, when I'm hard. gone, you are you are good. You can just well, talk You haven't to heard it. Well, you haven't heard it. Oh. Like when you go back and you listen while you edit, you're going to realize that neither one of us are probably too good at just talking by our lonesome. Yeah, I'm good at making up songs. Like I can just be like, raccoon penis, you know, and mm -hmm. it just comes right out. But I'm good at weeping hmm. and farting in the, into the microphone. Huh. Yeah. This is, these are skills, though, man. Marketable. I mean, somewhere. Is, is this what you did while I was gone? You wept and fart? Farted? Uh, other other uh, order. Reverse mm. order. Okay. Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I yelled at my kids. They're fighting. Over what? 
I don't know. Like, I, I think you went up there and yelled without getting the facts. Yeah, well, no, Lyndon is being bossy. Right, I didn't. Like, this is a typical. This is what my folks would do. If we were fighting, first of all, they'd just be like, you two get away from each other. Like, yeah. first of all, just get apart, and then I'll yep. talk to you when you're cool. And so I do that sometimes, and then they get mad. They're like, well, you're not listening to my side. And I'm like, I don't care about your side. I I just, I'm doing this want, thing, and you're I bothering. my side. My side. My side is you two are yelling, and you're supposed to be good. <laughs> Right. You're supposed to be angels. I'm supposed so. to leave you with this box of cigarettes and matches. And you're and gonna go be do fine. My thing. I'm yeah. podcasting with Joe. Yeah. How so. how dare they? They're selfish. Very selfish. It all comes back to selfishness. They don't say what do, what can I do for Joe and Reese, which is no. what you and I do. Yeah. They think what yeah. can I do for me? Yell at my no. sister. Because she yeah. had an extra marshmallow. That is selfish. Yeah, it's terrible. terrible. If, if more people just thought, what do Joe and Reese need? Mm-hmm. Selfishness would end. Probably. Joe, yeah. you're so smart. Yeah. I'm really trying. I, yeah. I think I've come a long way. I think I've come a long way. Oh... Okay, so what what is it? What are we talking about? This uh... I don't have a clue. Uh, we were talking about uh, planes and like the weird, yeah. like weird animals. I've never been on a plane with a weird animal. I've seen one. Like I was at the airport and I saw like some guy with like a big bird, not big bird, like from Sesame Street. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Carol, Carol something. <laughs> I don't. Carol Channing. Carol Channing. Tatum Channing. Tatum Channing. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Isn't he also the guy who played Darth Vader? Really? Or Chewbacca. Didn't Big Bird play Chewbacca? Peter Mayhew. Carol Spinney. Yes. And then he was also uh, Darth Vader and Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. He was all of those. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yep. And he also played um, an Ewok. Oh, Carol Spinney passed away. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, uh, non-COVID related. Um, he was also Oscar the Grouch. Mm-hmm. Passed yeah, when you were on Sesame Street, jack of all trades. You don't just get one. You don't just get to be Big Bird. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta diversify. Um, who played Darth Vader? It's not Peter Mayhew. He was Chewbacca. It was David Prowse. David Prowse, who also passed on. He died in 2020, November of 2020, from COVID. Did he? Everybody did. Uh, death, died at hospital, London, age 85, after a short, unspecified illness, November COVID. 2020. COVID. Could be. Could be. It is. Everybody everybody who's died since April of 2019 has been COVID. COVID. Has been COVID-related. Yeah. That's awful. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, should we answer Patreon questions? Like yeah, we were doing fire some time? off. Yeah, fire some off. I did get some more. Or name some Patreon names. Oh, Joe, we have, come on. We have 20 more minutes. Let's do 10 minutes of uh, questions, and then let's do 10 minutes of names. Okay. Let's and then we'll see. take a dinner break. I don't even know who we talked to last time. Um, Laura Cooper. That's probably, I probably Cooper. skipped some. That sounds made up. So we're going right to the Patreon names. We're not doing questions. Questions. I'm ready for questions. So, oh, that was David Raymer. We did talk to David Raymer. Yep, Raymer. 
Um, we did talk about Joshua Lawless, Craig Phillips. Oh, this Craig. is a new one. Okay. Hey guys, I know you may never read this or Correct. by the time you do, we'll all be more geriatric. Correct. This is January 12th though. So you gotta, oh. I mean, we're on, on, on That was like now. yesterday. That was yesterday. I think it was. But I was wondering if either band ever played with Scattered Few, and if you have stories about that experience. Scattered Few. That was was Alan Aguirre's band, right? Yeah. And also uh, Sam from from Stavesacre was in Scattered Few. Okay. Um, I I think the only time we played with Scattered Few... The insiders were was uh, like festivals. Yeah, um, I do have to say I had a big issue. I don't know if we talked about it on earlier on the earlier podcast, an earlier episode, but I had a big issue with Alan Aguirre and did not get along with them. Got in a pretty heated fight with them. Really? Yeah. And then years later, twenty years later. I was like, you know, whatever, like on Facebook or something like that. And he came up as in like people you may know. And so I like shot him a message. It was just like, hey, man, you know, you, you popped up, yada, yada, yada. Kind of chit chat him with a, for a minute. And I did the whole like, hey, I want to apologize type thing. Yeah. Because of like our big fight. But yeah, I remember when he took me off. What he, the fight was over? Yes. So we had one of our first booking agencies was this dude from Texas named Jimmy Swan. Do you remember Jimmy Swan? Yes, definitely. So Jimmy Swan had like Swan Productions, something like that. And he would put on concerts and he also knew a bunch of people. So he started booking shows for us. And he hired Alan Aguirre to be our booking like rep. So Alan was like booking our tours around the country. Yeah. Well, he started like putting his band and at the time that was called Spyglass Blue. Yes. He he would book us together. And so we didn't really want that cuz they were like this like real artsy like gothic band and so he he started booking shows for us and it was like us and them and after a few shows like whenever we met him like the first time we met him we were like hey man what's up and he was like completely rude to us just a complete jackhole well he was booking under a different name so, like, Alan Aguirre was, like, his real name. Yeah. He was using a different name to book. And so it took a while, and we finally figured out that this... Was it Romal Domkus? I don't think so. Okay. I think it, I think it was Azriel Abyss. Oh, wow. And And so it finally came out that we figured out that this was the same person. And it came to a head in uh, uh, Evansville, Indiana. And we played with Spyglass Blue. It was like one of the last shows that like we had played with them or whatever. And it just kind of came out that like the way he was booking and stuff like that, it it just kind of came out that it was kind of seemed like unethical, like what he was doing. Like he was booking his own band over you guys or... Yeah, it was taking a cut from the supertones to not book yeah, you guys. I, I don't. I, I just remember. I it's been so long. I don't know if it was like a money thing. Like, hey, you want the insiders for three grand or two grand, and then telling us like it was fifteen hundred or what? You know what? I, I don't know what it was. I'm not saying that's what it was. Not at it all. So if you're listening, like that maybe. It was something. It was something that like was not right. Was kind of like not ethical in the booking of our band and and where he was booking us, and then mm-hmm. how we were always kind of doing like 
spyglass blue stuff and not insider stuff. Yeah. So it kind of came to a head and he was just uh he was just kind he's like an old punk rocker and stuff like that and so he wasn't afraid to like speak his mind and and say whatever he wanted and and you know he was like yeah well we'll see where you guys are he's like you know Scott sucks we'll see where you guys are in 3 months you know and that was in 96 so i mean we we definitely went longer than 3 months but i mean ultimately he was correct the wave crashed but but he was just he was just so rude and so mean to us and and we didn't understand why yeah. we def- we defaulted to we're the new kids on the block he's the old school like punk rocker and not only yeah. a punk rocker but like a pioneer you yeah. know like the altar boys and stuff like a pioneer in christian music and now we were the new <laughs> kids on the block and maybe he just didn't take that well enough that's what i chalk it up to uh, yeah. Looking back as a forty-some-year-old, so um, I don't want. Uh, you know, we, we made fun of uh, K Max. I I wouldn't want our listeners or diabolical discussion to like make fun of of Alan Aguirre or anything like that. We don't want like you that. to make fun of anyone for for this story because, like I said, no. years later, we talked about it. We like, you know, we we got caught up to speed and stuff like that we were messaging each other over facebook and and all as well but back in the day it was just a little bit weird and and he made mistakes we made mistakes and then it just made everything crappy huh we had so we never played with them either but i remember you know like their first album came out um it was like one of those alarma ones like at the end of the 80s and they were like one of the very first like legitimate Christian punk bands. There was like Pat Nobody, who was Ojo Taylor's, the guy from Undercover. His his brother, he put him out, because I think Ojo ran Alarma. Okay. Um, But like Pat Nobody was decent too. It was not a bad album. Um, And to be honest, like when, when I, I don't know, like when I think about like my legitimacy as a musician or like being in the punk scene and stuff, it's not very, you know, like I, I kind of liked punk bands that were more there for like, I don't know, like amusement, like the dead milkmen or there's this band called the toy dolls that Keith was into. He and I listened to, uh-huh. And it was like more just like, oh, this is uh like a novelty. This is like a you know, Weird like, Al album. Yeah. But like if you listen to Weird Al only, you couldn't be like, dude, I love polka. Polka's my favorite. I love polka because of Weird Al. Right. That's how I was with punk, you know, like those bands, I was like, it's pretty cool. It's it's awesome, but like it wasn't melodic enough for me. Until Green Day. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, like bands are mixing this with like power pop and metal. And then it was cool, you know, but like, so I kind of got into it. I liked the idea of it. Like I liked the rebelliousness of it. My favorite band of all time, besides Queen, my favorite album when we get to it is the Crucified Self-Titled. Okay. But I, I think they were my favorite band for so long. And they they were a punk band and then became like a speed metal band, like a thrash metal band. But th- like it was thrash metal mixed with punk. So it was like a, a lot of the rough edges, but it was like technical metal and it was melodic. Oh, man, that album's so good. But like, and we're so, still talking about the scattered few, right? Yeah. Thanks for okay. bringing it back, Joe. <laughs> yeah. So, so scattered just few, talking though, about was, Yeah. To be fair to Alan, like they were miles above like the label they were on. They should not have been on a Christian label. But they were Christians. Like they all believed. So they felt like that was a, a that was what they wanted to do. They were playing churches and stuff. Yeah. But that that album, their first album, Sin Disease, 
It's so amazing. It's so good. They were such a good band. Like they should have, they should have been like signed to like a, a major. They should have been, I guess when they came out, it was like the early eighties and, and punk was still, still pretty underground. Like unless you were the clash or like the sex pistols, even like, you know, like all, all the, all the bands like minor threat and, uh, Black Flag and stuff. They were still indie, you know, like they were just putting out seven inches and stuff. But these guys were legit. And so I think that every bit of um, just like any chips that this dude is carrying around, that he's earned them. You know, like if he's, if Alan was holding on to any negative thoughts about the Christian industry or he felt like the world owed him more. I think that he earned that. He, he was legit. And and so I love that band and then just hearing stories of them kind of being like getting into the Christian industry, which is just a machine that just is shit. And we've talked about how <laughs> how shitty it is, like how, right. like w- just how two faced and and backstabbing it is. But like, they would play churches, and the, you know they they'd be promised, you know, you we'll pay you guys five hundred bucks, come play our church, and they'd be like, okay, cool, we're 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 a Christian band, we sing about Christian stuff, but you know it's it's still punk. So are you ready for this? And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, come on down. And then the pastor would get there before them and just be like, okay. So before they play it in, like, okay, you're going to do an altar call, right? And they just say, we're not you. You know, like, we're not a pastor. That's your job. We play music. How about we do that and then you do an altar call? You know, like, whatever. And he'd be like, no, you have to do it. And so... (laughs) I think they might have got kicked off their label for this. They did a fake altar call where they were just like, who wants to get a healing? And just like (laughs) hammed it way up. And like we're having like fake healings and all kinds of stuff because it's bullshit. You know, like they were right. They're a band. Yeah. You know, like thank God this band that was so gifted and good was playing at their church you know like yeah you don't have to go out and act like jesus christ this band is doing it for you you know yeah. like they're crossing this bridge so people will come to your shitty building you know and and god forbid they mosh or or something but like so i that that kind of stuff preceded me meeting alan we never played with them, and I don't think we ever played with Sky Sky Glass Sky Glass Blue. Is that his second Spy, band? Spy Glass. Spy Glass. So we never played with them except same at festivals. But I do remember at Tom Fest, I had talked to him a couple times, but I'm always this guy. Like I'm supposed to go on Chris DeMake's podcast, the uh-huh. guy from Lesson Jakes. And I I'm afraid. Like I I want to just tell him, like, here I am, 48 years old. I'll have a conversation with him about how I was on tour with him and hardly ever talked to him because I was starstruck. You know, like, I just, I I never hung out with people that we toured with unless we kind of knew each other a lot, like you guys. Uh-huh. Um, so, like... With Alan, I was always when I'd have conversations with him, I'd just kind of be like, uh, okay, hi. <laughs> you know, and like somehow at Tom, I was in some restaurant and he offered to buy me a beer. And at the time I was like, oh, I don't I don't drink. And so he, I don't know what he bought me. Maybe I did have a beer. We were not allowed to drink alcohol when we were on five minute walk tours or playing Christian shows. And we just, you know, we talked about this before we just didn't, you know, like yeah. I didn't really drink until after the band. Yeah. And now <laughs> I'm making up for it. <laughs> but, 
but yeah, like he came up and he was just like, kind of clapped me on the back and he was like, Hey man, can I buy your beer? I think I let him, but I was still just totally like starstruck. Yeah. He, he's a weird dude like that, that, that was part of it. You know, like it was just weird to interact him, but also I'm an awkward guy. And at the time I was just like, this guy was like legend, you yeah. know, and I, I was, I was embarrassed to, to be like, uh, I'm in a ska band. And see with what you just like the history of him, when I had met him in Spyglass Blue, I knew nothing about him. Yeah. So I didn't grow up knowing that there was this Christian scene. I, like the Christian music that I grew up knowing was like Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith, Stephen Curtis Chapman, all and of whom you've had had sexual relations with, <laughs> run-ins with, <laughs> run-ins <laughs> with. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to start the wrong rumor, Joe. <laughs> so, like, I I had no clue who the Scattered Few were. I didn't know who the Altar Boys were. I didn't know who any of that those guys were. So when I met him, he was using this assumed name and he was in Spyglass Blue who nobody heard of. It was like a brand new band. Yeah. So like he is a I mean he's a very eccentric dude. If you guys he ever want to see something, look up on YouTube um Alan Aguirre, he was on Wife Swap where like What? Yeah. The TV show White no. Swap. Yeah. Oh, I gotta see this. So, like, some woman comes to live at his house, and then, like, his wife goes to live at, like, another person's house. And so it just kind of shows, like, how quirky, like, Alan Aguirre and his kids are. Like, it's very... So that was, like, the dude who I was first introduced to. It, you know, I didn't, I didn't know the backstory. And it wasn't until later in life that, like, I, you know, I found out, like, what a pioneer this guy was. I, I heard other people talk about him and, you know, and through, the, through that, his quirkiness and all that. Well, now, where I am in my life, I wish I could, like, go back in time, know the person that I was kind of talking to when, when all this nonsense started and maybe have a better perspective or, you know, whatever. But we were just, we were just young and dumb and like, dude, what are you doing? And we you should know? have him on the podcast and then just, it just be like, so what, what, uh, this is the, these three things like you're booking for, uh, you know, like for, for the insiders, tell us about like, what's there anything shady going on? And then like, what is your impression of, these interactions you had with us. He he would probably be like, I don't even remember. Yeah. Like it was such like probably such like a small blip in his life where he was a booking manager for Jimmy Swan. You know what I mean? Like I can't yeah. even imagine that that that's even taking up space anywhere in his brain Man, anymore. I'd like to talk to Jimmy Swan now. That dude was greasy. Like he was <laughs> Like, I don't mean physically greasy. I mean, he was doing some shifty stuff. And you're always just like, it's, he, didn't he say there's 800 people here? And you're like, <laughs> the line is still going around the block. Like, are you sure? Yeah. yeah. We just sold out a 3,000 seat auditorium and uh -huh. you're saying, you're saying there's 250 people here? Um, the thing is though, Jimmy Swan, his, his place down in Texas was like the first place that I remember in Texas where there was like this phenomenal scene Yeah, and the people that worked for him still to this day are friends of mine. Like, like his, I don't want to say cronies, but the people that, that helped him, like the people who did hospitality and people who did you know, we're kind of his like assistant. I'm still friends with to this day. I don't know where Jimmy Swan is. I don't know what he's doing. Um, I haven't talked to him in probably 20, 25 years, but, but people who were working for him at the time, you know, I am Facebook and Instagram friends with, you know, to this day. And it was, it was a cool scene down there, man. Like that, the Dallas, 
Dallas yeah. uh, area in in the late nineties, and and he was always the one like bringing us down there. Did you play at God's Place with those dudes? It sounds yeah, familiar. I know you did because we played there together. We did, did we? it on like the yeah on the Holy Roller tour. I think those guys booked that. Yes, that was like the one where we weren't in a roller skating rink. Uh huh. It was just like a huge warehouse. Yeah. So that those guys. Frank shifted away from Jimmy Swan and moved to these other dudes, and they were cool. They legit loved Jesus. I'm not saying Jimmy didn't, but uh, if I had to pick, if I had to pick who was doing the Lord's work, I would pick God's place. Uh, there, yeah. There was this dude named Flounder. What was this guy's name? I don't know. Yeah, they were good. Not Flounder. <laughs> Flanders, was Ned his? Flanders. Flanders? Ned Flanders was his name. <laughs> he had two boys. He kept calling me Rod Neighbor Rudy. Rod and Todd. Yeah, yeah Rod and Todd. The weirdest. And his wife had uh, passed. We, we'd be like, hey, can you just take off your shirt? Show us your pecs. <laughs> he never would. Um, well, I think we're going to bring this uh, freebie portion to an end. We and are? Then, yeah. And then people oh, can, wow. is this enough? Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing. We got 10 minutes. Well, this is plenty of time to talk about our patrons. Let's name off some patrons for the next 10 minutes and we'll make fun of their names. Um, yeah, I'm at relationship manager. What do you do is you click relationship manager, Joe. Oh, I always click that. It says no users match your filter. We have no, no users active. for a name. Um, we don't. Do we not have anybody? Filters one. I don't want a filter. I don't want active as a filter. Okay, ready. Okay. Let's see. I know. Okay, I know. We talked about Sonia Dejong, who is my friend from Dijon. Grand Rapids. Dijon. Dijon. She supports us as a $5 sweet pickle. I want to say thanks again. Michael Lloyd, $5 sweet pickle. God bless you. Michael her Lloyd, insider's guitarist. Is that owner guy? That, yeah. that is Michael Lloyd. Owner of a bar, Three Rivers, Trace Amigos. Uh, that's how you say Three Rivers in German. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a tiki bar, and he will he will cook you up a cocktail, something fierce. Will you take me there if I come see you? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Bryce Turner, $5 oh, sweet pickle. Was he Bryce also Turner, in the Insiders? No, he plays wide receiver for the Oklahoma Sooners. He'll oh. be a second-round draft pick. Thank you, sir. Uh, he's $5 is a lot of money until you get in the NFL. And then we want to see that go up young man. Well, not anymore. Now college football has the NILs. What can they pay them? How much do they get paid? Like a minimum There's wage? No, I don't think there is a cap. Oh no, Joe, you froze. Oh no. There you are. Hey, okay. I don't think there is a cap. I think, uh, no. yeah, I don't I think, think there's a cap. A Texas bucks. A&M, Texas A&M. <laughs> has spent $20 million getting the top six football players, getting six of the top 20 football players in the country to come to their school. $20 million. Dang. Yeah. So Um, Bryce Turner, who's next? uh, Philip Kuzma. Oh, he uh, he plays for the Lakers. He Kuzma. does. Kuzma. They're like, yeah. Kuzma. Uh, I'd rather not say who I will tell you is my friend, Bethany Glazer. Oh, Bethany yeah. Glazer. She does a podcast called Gla- Glazing, the, Glazing the Real Talk. Yeah. And what she does is she tries to help people through their problems. Yeah. It's called the. It's also called the Healing Collective, and you should listen to it. It's a wonderful podcast. I like healing the real talk, glazing the real talk better. All right, Lance Tyne, five dollars sweet pickle. Lance in the nick Tyne. of Tyne. Tyne. Yeah, Lance. Thanks, buddy. 
Jared L. Porter, who's written a couple notes to us that we've read on the yeah. air. Gerald Porter. Uh, Gerald Porter sounds like uh, another athlete. Sounds like someone who would be like playing in the NBA. Yeah, he is wearing actually... a headband with his socks pulled up to his knees. Yeah. Gerald Porter. Dave Raymer. Have you heard of this fella? Good old Rames. They call him they call him Rames Man. Yeah. Rames Man. And they're like, what up, Rames Man? And then when he's like, hey, what's up? They go, yeah, Jeopardy, six o'clock. Six o'clock. He also used to be a roofer. He mm-hmm. was the road manager for the band Johnny Respect. Yep. I almost said Johnny Wonderful. Sacco. Johnny Sacco. Uh, Tyson Stegall. Ooh, his mother is the voice of uh, characters on Futurama. Uh-huh. She was on Married with Children, and she was in... Katie, Katie Stegall. Yep, and she was in uh, um, the Hell's Angels show, the biker show. Oh, she was? Mm-hmm. And what is that show called? Hell, Hex? Hell's Get, Kitchens. Hell's ki- Hex Kitchens. Hex Hex Kitchens. Uh, Trent Lowe. Sons of Anarchy. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you Trent, drinking? No, I'm not. Oh, Trent man. Lowe. That's where my all my memory goes. I'm like, what's the word for that? <laughs> uh, Trent Lowe, what's he up to? What's that guy? He goes to Bethel. Dot edu. That's his. Uh, so he's either a professor or he's a student. Five dollar sweet pickle. And he probably followed some girl there, and mm-hmm. he's he's there to be a youth pastor. Yeah. Talk about masturbation with your wife before you get married. To be like, hey, sometimes I do this. Make sure she's cool with it. I'm just. That's my advice to you. This might be a sticky issue moving forward. Yeah, I don't want to get, like, two kids into this and then be like, hey, by the way, sometimes I got to touch it. Mm. Uh, Tyler. That's his whole name. Tyler Perry. Could be Perry. It could be Perry. It could be my my cousin. I don't think it's my cousin. Or Steven Tyler. It could be Steven Tyler. could be Liv Tyler. Ooh. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I I just my heart would just seize up right now. I just be like, oh. <laughs> Seth Dominguez, five dollar. Oh. Seth Dominguez plays saxophone for less than Jake. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service, Joshua Lawless. Five dollar sweet pickle. Oh, Lawless. Lawless, L L O L L I S, not L A W L E S S. Oh. He does abide by the law. Mm. That's too so, bad. Yeah, tell your roofer friends. <laughs> Give Stay that guy off. a break. <laughs> Alex Juris. Mm. Alex, thank you. Pickle. Yeah. Thank you. He's not in the NFL. Are you sure? Uh, he sounds like a goalie in the NHL. Yeah, he, he sounds like that should be Jurish. like a hockey goalie name. Jurish. Yeah. Gregory Garso, $20 jalapeno pickle. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he Greg's might be one my, of the only ones left. Greg uh, must be a millionaire. Gregory only, Garso. Only millionaires want to give 20 bucks away to us. Yeah. He he invented uh, the... Uh, Poopery. Yeah. <laughs> crap trap. It's a crap trap. Yeah. Uh, David Love. David Love. David Love. I work I work with another roofer named John Love. Well, maybe they're related. Probably not, but uh, throw that out there. Tim Payne. P-A-Y-N-E. Tim Payne, isn't that the guy who makes all the skateboarding ramps for the X Games? Yeah, I think it is. Thank you, sir, for your donation. Yeah. Uh, Andrew John Verdecchio. I've never heard of him. That guy sounds like a loser if I've ever heard one. Right. 
Never mind. Skipping that one. Jenny Blake. Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. Jenny Blake is my friend from Virginia Beach. She's really cool, and she sent me food when my mom died. So thank you, Jenny. Oh, that's nice, Jenny. We won't make fun of her. It was super cool. <laughs> Don't make fun of her. Her husband, though, he looks like he is just looking for the next Civil War reenactment. Oh. Dude has the like most full beard I've ever seen. <laughs> He's just like, come on. Come on. Have another Civil War Any day now. I need it. Uh, Mark Nelson. Oh, Mark Full Nelson. That's what they call mm-hmm. him. That's what they call him. He's a $10 dill pickle. Sponsor. Dang. A thousand right? air. Yeah, a thousand air. Rob Feltz. Phelps. Ooh, I just said Feltz. The Olympic swimmers. That is. Stepbrother. Yeah. Rob has a Ball State University EDU email, and I want to say that my Uncle Todd played uh, defensive lineman, defensive back, defensive back at Ball State his freshman year, and then he got his knee jacked up. What are they, the Cardinals? Are they? Ball, Ball State Cardinals? I think so. How many Cardinals are there? Isn't there one school that's just the Cardinal? Stanford. Stanford. Cardinal. They just see, they're like, you know what? We're going to change this up. Yeah. Isaac Burbank. Oh, that's a good name. He sounds like he should be like a, like a bass player for like a Jamaican ska band. For real. Yeah, ma. On the bass over there, we got the Isaac Burbank. And then he's like, have I told you that I work with a bunch of Jamaican nurses and they no. trained me and then I'll say something, I'll say somebody's name. Like we have a, a, a lady there named Huma. She's from India, but I thought her name was Uma because all the Jamaicans kept ta- telling me like, just call Uma. And I finally got corrected by Huma. She's like, it's Huma. Oh. It's like, I'm sorry, the Jamaicans keep telling me your name is Uma. <laughs> All right, so thanks for that, Isaac. Stovepipe Stover. Oh. He is also a five dollar uh sweet pickle. He he comes to us from Devil's Music Pub. Okay. That's his uh email. I'm not gonna tell you the rest, but that's oh. sweet. He obviously has heard of our quest to take down satanic podcasting and Changed over to the side of righteousness. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Craig Phillips. Thank you, Craig. $5 sweet pickle. Craig Thank Phillips. Thank you for your work songwriter. with uh, Craig and Phillips and Craig and Dean. So thank, thank you, Craig, for working with Dean. And Wilson. Thank you for and Wilson. working. And Wilson. Also... <laughs> Joseph Castiglione. Ooh. Castiglione. I read it right. Sounds he, like sounds like if you got hit really hard in the nuts <laughs> with a hockey puck. <laughs> Castiglione. That would be and you go in and you're like, Doc, I can't pee. I got hit so hard. In the crotch, I can't pee. And he's like, that's called Castiglione. Right. And they'd have to do some sort of maneuver where they, like, flipped you upside down. Yeah. Scrambled things around. Or they, they, reroute, they reroute your urethra through your belly button. Uh-huh. Until your junk, until your, what's his last name? Castiglione. Until your Castiglione is healed, and then they put the urethra back. <laughs> Do we need to keep going or should we save these? Let's save them. Okay. We're at at an hour. You guys, we're at an hour for the paid, the freebie portion. We are going to call it quits and take an hour. I think Reese has to put his kids to bed or something. I have to eat dinner. Regulate. I got to go up there. He's got to go crack skulls. In the meantime, I just, all I did was tell my kids stop talking to each other. That's all I said. Go to your room. Where they can play video games 
stop talking to each other. And the young one has called my ex somehow through through Facebook Messenger crying. So apparently oh I didn't say it right. Oh boy. All right. Well, you guys, we will we will see you later. And uh, Reese, I'll see you in an hour. All right. Peace out. See ya. Hey, that was good. All right. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com. Hello, Joseph. Can you hear me? It'll go up. This has got to warm up the mic. Oh, gotcha. There it goes. Is it better? It was unplugged because I was testing microphones for Arclight Microphone Corporation, LLC. I'm here. LLC, IBM. IBM. I I do BM. (laughs) Four times a day. I wish I had pipes that regular. It's like once every three days and blood shoots out. (laughs) That's fantastic. Let's clap. We don't know what we're talking about. I'll I'll lead it. Oh, wait. I I forgot to record. Now you are being recorded. Ready? Three, two, one. Yeah. All right, perfect.